Episode 97. Do you have a plan? Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. We hope you all had a very happy and not overstuffed Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It was um, enjoyable here in San Diego. The weather was actually a little bit on the cool side, so it kind of felt like, you know, Thanksgiving. And um, we had Tony's family down, so there were eight of us all together and... Um, just a nice day. Nice day. Mellow. Very mellow. We've gone from large family Italian get togethers to eight of us now. Okay. Tell them your highlight though. Oh, our highlight is that we had a wee bowling tournament and we had brackets all set up and we picked numbers to see who would be where in the bracket. Your seeds. Yep. The seeds. And it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was very entertaining. Tony's mom was the uh, the surprise, um, not contestant. Um, Player? Yeah. That's, that not, that, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Anyway, you know, she gets up there, you know, it's her bracket and she's playing, who'd she play against? Alex. Alex. And she is all, you know, Miss Innocent. How do I hold this? What do, what do I do? And then she goes and bowls, you know, three strikes. She gets the turkey right off the bat. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Turns out, I had a conversation with my sister-in-law this weekend. We went to pick up the kids. She said the same thing the first time she played wee bowling with them. Yeah, she ended up bowling a 214 that round, and then which was the highest round mm-hmm. for the whole tournament, and then beat my father in the semis, and then I beat her in the championship. So yes, in case you were trying to figure that out, Tony is our inaugural winner Thanksgiving Wii <laughs> Bowling Champion, That's which right. was kind of a good thing that he won because we you know we didn't think that out far enough that maybe we should have had prizes. Um, so maybe next year they'll have to we'll have to get like a bowling trophy. Yeah, you know, some kind of fun little bowling pin. we'll start keeping track but you know it was just a good time and it was something we had talked about doing we're like well we're gonna be together for a few hours let's let's do something fun and the wee bowling was something that we could all do and you know it's kind of interesting because you know tony's parents start thinking about this as something that they can do together Mm -hmm. you know and all of a sudden you know, it turns from just being kind of a fun thing that we're doing on a, a you know, Thanksgiving afternoon, just something they start talking about, ooh, yeah, we could have fun doing this. And then, of course, any of you that have listened to some of our earlier episodes where we talk about different recreational intimacy, um, you know that Tony and I have done Wii Sports um, on date nights, not fully clothed. and Which we like to call Naked Wii. Naked Wii. So if you haven't tried it or you're just listening Thank you for joining us. We love having you here. But it Welcome is, to One Extraordinary Marriage. It is a fun time and an exciting thing to do. Just play Naked Wii. Yeah. You know, you're just hanging out. It's it's not very sexual or, you know, you're going to jump in bed, but it's just, hey, we're naked. We're just feeling free and, you know, enjoying each other's bodies and playing a little bowling. So that came up just a little bit in... Uh, and my brother was so funny. Guy <laughs> he's like, I, I don't need a thing. I don't need to see those thoughts. Something to that nature. Yeah, something to that. But, you know, it, it just opened up for conversation and, you know, kept it mm-hmm. all fun. And then uh, they actually took the kids for the weekend. Yep, my so, brother and sister-in-law. So Tony and I were able to get out and hike by ourselves Friday morning. for the I, Like, I can't remember having done it since we've had kids. No, we have. 
Just the two of us? Mm-hmm. We have. I'm just trying to think when. It's been years. It's been a while, yeah. It, but we've done it before. Okay. I just. Uh, I mean, you got to think Alex is almost nine, so. I, I know, but I just couldn't. Anyway, so we went hiking, which was really nice because it just gave us time to, you know, kind of think back on what we've done in the past. And we spent a lot of time. Um, there was like a two, three year stretch there where all of our vacations, all of our weekends, everything um, revolved around hiking. And so it was really kind of fun just to be back out. We just did our little roughly three mile Lake Poway loop over here and just walked and talked and, you know, just had a, a really enjoyable time. Yeah. That was great. Doing that. That was a lot of fun. And, um, I took Tony for his first pedicure this weekend when we didn't have the kids. I wanted to get my nails done. I'm like, Hey, come with me. So, um, Tony's feet look the best they've ever looked. And he found it very relaxing all up until they started doing the pumice on the bottom of his feet. And then he's just over there laughing and, um, I didn't realize his feet were so ticklish. It was They were just very sensitive to the pumice. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know if I'd say they were ticklish, but it was just that that feeling on the bottom of my feet. So, you know, brand new experience for Tony. A little, you know, recreational intimacy, doing something completely different. Yeah, just uh, chilling together. Just chilling. And then we had dinner with some friends and, yep. you know, just uh, spent some time. And then yesterday was a long day driving up, but gave us a chance to talk and... You know, so it was really, really a good couple of days. And I hope that in the midst of all of the craziness that is the holiday season that you and your husband or wife have found some time just to sit and talk and kind of, you know, figure out what the holidays are going to look like for you. Those of you that braved Black Friday or, you know, Black Thursday after Thanksgiving, not quite Friday because you're getting up at all kinds of crazy hours in the middle of the night. I hope you all survived. Yeah. We don't do that. So, um, you know, we love reading all the stories on the internet and hearing from people, but, uh, you know, those of you that did, it kind of ties into what we're talking about tonight. And, you know, you heard us 11 months ago, um, or if you didn't go back and listen to the episodes in January where we talk about Christmas spending yeah, and we talk about how I overspent Christmas last year. Um, to the point that it put us in a in a bind come January and yeah. really forced us to have to cut back on things. It was actually at that point in time that we made the decision to cut our cable, which yeah. we've without problem lived without for the entire year. I mean, it's been, yeah, just about a year um, without the cable. And we cut back on some other things. And, you know, so we want to spend, I mean, this is, let's see. Oh, the, it'll still be November when this gets posted. It won't yep. quite be December. Um, but you know, we want to talk about having a plan for this Christmas season, you know, before you go out and you take advantage of every great deal and every, you know, savings, which is are are all great. I mean, it's great to save money, but do you have a plan for what you're buying? And more importantly, do you and your spouse together have that plan? You know, I, I have to bring up these ladies that we, um, that were in the nail salon. Yes. We're getting done. So we're sitting here talking, you know, Tony and I are sitting there getting our feet massaged and whatnot. And there are these two gals and they're planning their afternoon strategy because we're in there about three o'clock. Right. And apparently they were one of those, you know, midnight, 3 a.m. crack of dawn shoppers. shoppers. The one gal had then subsequently gone to work and they were planning their next round of 
shopping adventures. And the one gal looks at me, she goes, it was great. We got four TVs and a digital, um, digital picture frame and some cameras. And when Tony and I are leaving the place, I'm like, I wonder what she's doing with all that stuff. And maybe some of you do this and you buy them. I, I was thinking to myself that maybe some people just go and do this, buy the stuff and then resell it on Craigslist or eBay. Okay. That, I mean, that, that's a possibility. Yeah. Because you got to figure if you're, if you're getting it that cheap, you can probably just turn around and sell it on Craigslist. Even if you make, you know, 25, 30, 40, 50 bucks back, you know, you sell three of them. You made just 150 bucks just by being there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe some of you folks who do that, you can chime in and let us chime know. Chime in and let us know. But, but you know, it got me to thinking, you know, this year we started making our plans for what Christmas is going to look like with Tony's family. I think it was Excuse either me. Easter. February. It was Easter that mm-hmm. we started having the conversations because um, when we all get together, there are 10 adults. I think so. I think there are 10 adults plus our two kids. So we take our kids out of the equation because they're kids and we have our own set of Christmas rules for them. But as far as the adults go, we had been doing, you know, basically buy for everybody. And so that, you know, you've got 20 bucks here and 50 bucks here and 40 bucks here. And next thing you know, I mean, you've spent $500 just on taking care of everybody. You haven't taken care of, you know, for me, hadn't taken care of the kids, hadn't taken care of Tony, but there's been all this outlay. And, you know, people's feelings are getting hurt if, you know, it just little things. And so we actually decided that this year we were going to draw names. Do a little secret Santa. Secret Santa action. And so, you know, there's a set dollar amount. We said $50 per person. We did up little secret Santa wish lists. You know, Santa, this is what I would like, or these are things that I do like. And so that right there, I was talking to Tony's mom on Thanksgiving Day. And, you know, we're talking about the secret Santa stuff. And she goes... It's different this year. You know, I'm not having to think about, you know, budgeting for all of these different people. It's no, I've got my secret Santa and I've got, you know, for her, she's got her husband and the grandkids and she does stocking stuffers for all of us because we all open stockings together um, Christmas morning. But you can tell, even though it it feels a little weird, there is also that sense of relief of not having to allocate $20 for 10 people. Mm-hmm. You know, she's looking at $50 versus $200. Yeah. And I, I don't know for, for me, I think it, it's going to work out nicely personally over the years. And maybe some of you feel this way and, and maybe some of you don't, but to me as a dad, I get more enjoyment just watching my kids open their stuff and just trying to remind them what Christmas is about. And over the years, I've become less and less enthralled with Christmas, even Thanksgiving anymore. I'm not not really big into the holidays for some reason. You know, put up the Christmas tree, put up the lights, but I, I just don't get into it. Well, I think a lot of it, and I heard many people comment um, over this last week, is just the commercialization of the holidays and the fact that, you know, and I, I was talking to a girlfriend about this today, you know, at one point in time, you know, I'm taking myself back. But when we were kids, we would get the Sears catalog, the big Sears oh, yeah. catalog, the wish book. And you would pour over that and you'd flip the pages. And it wasn't like, you know, there's a million and one commercials on TV and you've got the commercials flashing all over the Internet and, you know, all of these other places. No, you got the Sears, the Sears catalog or the Penny's catalog. And that was like the holy grail of yeah. Christmas wish list. And 
you know, the whole Black Friday thing, I don't remember that as a kid. I don't remember that as an adult until it, 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 some years back, yeah. really. And so, you know, and okay, and then it was Black Friday. And, you know, stores would still kind of open at a normal time. And then that time started inching backwards to the point where now they open, you know, Thursday night for right. Black Friday. And then even all of these retailers, you know, this week, and then it was Cyber Monday. So now you've got Black Friday and then they added Cyber Monday for all the internet. Small Business Saturday. Small Business Saturday. Which is really weird because it's put on by American Express. Yeah, that was an interesting article. So, but this past, just something to think about. This whole last week, I was starting Monday a week ago. So the Monday before Thanksgiving, I start getting all of these email yeah. you know, messages from Office Depot and Victoria's Secret and wherever saying, you know what, forget Black Friday. We're having sales starting on, you know, today on Monday. So then there was this whole week. So people are getting all wrapped up in, oh, what's the deal going to be like Monday? What's the deal going to be Tuesday? That by the time you get to, you know, even before you get to Thanksgiving, people are already, you know, frazzled about the Christmas shopping. And, and so you just kind of lose the fact of, okay, are we celebrating, are we celebrating time together? Are we celebrating, you know, like the Wii Bowling Tournament, which I have to say, I thought it was kind of corny when he first mentioned it, but we had so much fun. Yeah, I mean, that was just fun to get together and we just all of us were there laughing, having a good time. To me, that's more what it's that's about. What it's, it's not about. even about like the food. I mean, heck, we could... We even I change mean, what we're doing next year yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, next year, next year, I mean, we we typically... Elisa and I hold Thanksgiving at our house, and my mom does Christmas, and my aunt does Christmas Day. So my mom does Christmas Eve. And so we just break those things up, and then Easter is at my, usually at my brother's and sister-in-law's. So we break those up. But we have typically done a full turkey, and, and this year we did a full turkey, but we realized everybody likes the white meat. The dark meat sits around, so next year we're going to just buy turkey breasts. And, then and just, just cook those, so just we might cook as well, those. you know, and, and just less food. Yeah. And, you know, even with our kids, you know, I had mentioned earlier in the show that we've got, you know, kind of separate rules for our kids at Christmas, and, and I've shared those in the past, and I want to share them again because a lot of you are starting to do your holiday shopping, you know, your Christmas shopping for your kids. And, you know, here's the thing. I mean, and I, and this, we went through this because we've already had one child's birthday in the last two weeks and we've got the next one, you know, we're packed with birthdays right here between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, um, my kids absolutely don't need a thing. They don't need for anything. Do they want stuff? Absolutely. They're kids. And come on. But even when I was telling their friends, you know, what do the kids want? I said, you know, I want my kids to have experiences. So if you want to give them a gift card, here are some of their favorite restaurants because then we get to go out and we get to have, you know, ice cream at their favorite ice cream shop or burgers at their favorite burger shop or in Abby's case specifically, because we've just had her birthday party. I said, you know, she loves art. She Mm -hmm. loves to draw. We can never have enough paper or art supplies in our house. They don't break. She doesn't ever stop playing with them. And, and typically we'll find Abby, if she's having a tough time going to sleep at night, she has her own little table that she'll color on and we'll find her there just passed out. You know, when she's ready, I mean, she'll she'll still have a crayon or a marker in her hand just sleeping mouth open and that that's just the way she just chills. And, you know, on the flip side, Alex has always been very into Legos. Legos don't break. Um, they hurt like crazy if you step on them. And we have, we have t- 
thousands, thousands of, them. of Legos. You know, Alex inherited all of Tony and Paul's Legos. But even when I was talking to my in-laws and talking to everybody this year at Christmas, I'm like, you know what? Think experience. Yeah. Because they really don't need any more toys. And for Elisa and I, we've done this many, many, many years ago when the kids were first born. You know, Christmas is about the birth of Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. So to get ourselves and the kids understanding this, what we have always told them is, hey, look it. When Jesus was born in that little manger in Bethlehem, the wise men came and he got three gifts. That is what Jesus got. Three gifts. And if Christmas is about Jesus, who is our Savior, then you and I shouldn't get any more than three gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, from one person. I mean, understanding. My mom's going to get them a gift. My aunt will give them a gift, whatever that is. But from Elisa and I, our standpoint, we just said, look, Jesus got three gifts. We will give you three gifts. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I mean, the amounts have changed and what we give them has changed. One of Elisa's friends has taken that one step farther. I love this. And I, I absolutely have to share this with you. And Aaron, if you listen to this podcast, you know, tribute to you because you took my idea and you made it even better. Um, my girlfriend, Aaron. She has told her kids, you know, same thing. Jesus got three gifts. You're getting three gifts. But they broke it down to, you know, since Jesus got three different gifts, you know, one gift from them to their children will be a book or Mm -hmm. one gift will be clothing and one gift will be a toy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the kids know it's, (laughs) you're going to open three presents. One's going to be a book. One's going to be clothing and one's going to be a toy. Yeah. I like that. And you know, it's like she was relating to me, the conversation she had with her husband kind of explaining how they were going to take, you know, my idea and make it even better. And he's like, well, what else is there? And I thought, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, for us, for our children, reading is, is something that we place a lot of value on. So for me to buy a book or books for the kids, not a problem. You know, we know what they're into. Our kids always need clothes. I'm sure your kids always need clothes. Boom. There's the clothing component and maybe it's something fun that you wouldn't normally buy you know so you get it from for christmas you know this is not the time to buy them underwear although my kids do get underwear in their stocking because we usually needed that and then the toy you know what if they get one toy from you and you know they're probably getting toy or game type gifts from other people in the family they're going to end up with enough toys mm-hmm. and you know, I've noticed with our kids over the years as I watch them open their Christmas presents, especially if they get a lot of toys, we start ending up with broken pieces over here and the novelty, the appreciation for the gift wears off in the rush to open the next one. Yeah. Oh, well, if this is a toy, what's the next toy? And and there's no like, oh my gosh, that was like, I just got the doll I wanted. Or, you know, like I said, we've got a big Lego fan here. So we've been getting the requests for certain Lego sets, um, you know, and so you have that. Okay. I mean, everything or every Christmas since he was probably four, trying mm-hmm. to think when Alex got his yeah. you know, first Christmas Lego set, it was probably four. Mm-hmm. Alex has sat down with the Lego catalog. The, well, no, he sits down at Christmas and sits oh, down with oh. either you or your brother or both of you. Oh, we our sister-in-law. Them. And, you know, between when the presents are opened Christmas morning and when Christmas dinner is served, 
there's a Lego creation. Yeah, we're usually usually building it, and this and this is you know maybe something you can do for your spouse. You know, for Elisa and I, we don't put a lot into this for ourselves. I mean, it is a day where you know we appreciate. We don't really give each other a lot of gifts. You know, especially this year, it's just it's just not going to work out in the budget. Business has been slow. I've, I've mentioned that a little bit before. So, you know, it's not that we're trying to hold back on each other. It's just we spend our money on other things. And like Elisa says, the experiences of life for us are more important than a, a gift that's going to sit in our house. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the time and the trip we spent in Laguna Beach for our 15th wedding anniversary, that's an experience to us. That, that means right. more to us and to spend the money there was well worth it. And so, but if you guys are the type where this is really part of that time for you, maybe you work in that three present rule Mm -hmm. and you put a dollar amount around that. So you're not going crazy. I think one of the bigger things that I remember years ago when Elise and I really didn't have a handle on this is before kids too, is like, well, how many gifts do I get her? And how much am I going to spend? And how much are you going to spend on me? And you know, and, and even in my mind then, I'm going, gosh, I, well, I don't want her to spend a lot. But, you know, we never really talked about it. So it was, for, it was very nebulous. And this is a great time to just sit down with your spouse and go, okay, well, what's our, what's our plan f- to spend on each other? And if it's one of those things, too, and here's the thing I know for us, because we don't really run on a lot of cash. We have our debit cards. We don't have credit cards in our own names. We don't have credit cards at all. So if it's one of those things where you want to be you want it to be a surprise, well then just whatever that amount is, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, 200 bucks, just take the money cash, mm-hmm. you know? And that way you can buy it cash. I know if you're gonna buy it online, that gets a little bit tougher, but maybe you can get one of those Visa cards, you know, that you can just buy for mm-hmm. 100 bucks or something like that and then just put it on that Visa card. But that's an idea because I know many of you do really enjoy this time of year. And and it's a time that for you, it's, it's a giving you you want to give. That is just sort of your, how God has created you. And, you know, to give is, is the joy And for us and for me in particular, um, like I said, it's just, it's declined over the years. More and more, I look at, Hey, how can we experience life and, to have something under the Christmas tree and open it on Christmas Day from Elisa, it, it just isn't something that really goes, ooh, you know. I to, to see the kids get their stuff, that, to me, that's where the joy is. So, um, obviously, look for deals. We'd love mm-hmm. it. If, if you're shopping Amazon, please go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We got the little Amazon deal on the right-hand side down low. That's a way to support us, you know, just through your shopping. But look for those deals. I mean, if you can find something that's like new in used condition. Check out Craigslist. Craigslist, um, yeah. You know, in years past, we have bought great toys for the kids off of Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, it's kind of like a car. Let somebody else take the depreciation on things like dollhouses. And and actually, last year, we bought this awesome dollhouse for Abby used it this whole year and then just about a month ago it has been sitting in there she wasn't playing with it turned around sold it back on craigslist for the same price we bought it for so yeah i mean you can totally make it happen 
you know, think sites, outside the box. Sites like Groupon or Moolala or, you know, those types of sites where you can find deals. I mean, I just saw, um, recently saw a post here in San Diego and I can't remember which one it was, but it was house cleaning for, I think, $50 for three hours. And, you know, guys, um, I will be honest with you. Your wife would love to have her house cleaned. I, I just, you know, if she doesn't have a housekeeper already, that is one of the things that I've heard time and time again from what I just, oh, I would love to have my house, but I can't justify the expense because at $150, maybe you can't, but at $50, when you get, you know, one of the deals, mm-hmm. you stick a little card that says, honey, the house is getting clean. You just got to call this number. she's going to be happy or spas. You can find spa services on those sites or dance lessons or, you know, again, if you've noticed kind of a theme here, I'm talking about experiences. Yeah. Because a lot of times the stuff and, and I'm, don't get me wrong. I, you know, Tony has given me great gifts over the years. There have definitely been those that have been cherished and, and you know, some that, you know, I use and then it's over and okay. Yeah. You know, so it's more about your, you know, don't buy gifts just to be buying gifts. Yeah, have a purpose behind it. And our our good friend and my business partner, our business partner at Fit Marriage, uh, Dustin, he wrote a post just recently on his engaged marriage site called 10 Life-Changing Online Christmas Gifts for Married Couples. I saw that. That was a great article. And you know what? It might be as simple as, Hey, picking up an ebook, an audio book or something that could really enhance or change your marriage. You know, both of those can can happen this year, next year. Mm-hmm. You know, think about that. Maybe it's like Elisa said, maybe it's just getting a gift certificate through Groupon or one of these other sites and it's a night away. Go to restaurant.com. Mm-hmm. Restaurant.com. We've gotten a lot of stuff there. You know, think outside the box. And I think the bigger thing is we're, we're talking about because we're we're really dealing with our financial intimacy here. And we've seen it over the years for many couples. This time of year really can blow up your finance your finances. It's it's affected us, obviously. And because of that, it really has a, a direct impact on the intimacy that you guys have together. Mm-hmm. It's one of those areas we don't like to talk about at all as married couples. And to overcome that though. You need to talk about it. You need to know how much you're spending on each other, how much you're spending on the kids. And so you don't end up like Elisa and I did in January of this year where it's like, holy cow, why, why are we like this right now? Because we didn't do this last year. We didn't, we just, you know, we just went along our merry way, me feeling that, hey, everything's going cool. And that's what ended up happening. So can I, can I share that, that, um, Gallup poll? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I was just, before we got online, cause I, um, had seen somebody post on Facebook earlier in the week about how much, you know, the average consumer, um, is going to be spending on gifts. And I really, I thought it was too high <laughs> until I started searching today. And I found this article, um, from gallup.com. It was their November 15th article for this year. And the title is, consumers holiday spending intentions perk up in November. And the very first line of the article says Americans currently estimate they will spend an average of $764 on gifts this year. Hello, $764 on gifts when, and I've seen this number in many, many articles too. The 
average American family is between six and eight hundred dollars away from financial crisis. Yeah. Wow. And living paycheck to paycheck. Where is that additional money coming from? Credit card. Credit cards. And guess what? You still have to pay that back plus interest. So then Christmas ends up costing you three times as much. And is that worth it? You know, think about that. Is is that worth it for your marriage? And for your family. And, you know, I mean, we talk about having that financial intimacy with each other. It is okay for your kids to hear. How much you're spending on them. Either how much you're spending on them or the fact that, you know, we're not doing extravagant Christmas. I mean, tie it back in. You know, if you are a Christian family, tie it back into Jesus and just say, hey, you know what? We're going to try something different this year. We're going to be more like Jesus. Doesn't have to be a big deal about dollars and cents. Mm-hmm. You know, but it gives you the ability to dial back those spending dollars, relating it to the true meaning of Christmas, and giving you that peace of mind that January is not going to come with you know, 25 bills in your mailbox from MasterCard and Visa and Bank One and Chase and Capital and One and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, go to bed breathing easy because you haven't put yourself in debt this Christmas. Have a plan so that you don't put yourself in debt this Christmas. Yeah. Talk to your spouse so that you guys are on the same page. You know, because if one really likes to spend and one not so much, you've got to come to a middle ground that's comfortable for both of you. Yeah. Because that's where a lot of the stress of the holidays comes from. People get caught up in the, well, I got to get this and I got to, you know, it's the, I got to get. Well, you know, he's going to spend $200 on me. I got to go spend $200 on him. You know, if that's not comfortable, then, then that's probably not the case. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to, giving should not ever be about making it equitable. You know, it should be about what you truly want to give and bless that other person with. You know, if my kids need underwear, then getting them fun underwear at Christmas. Or or here's one. My kids, my kids go through toothbrushes. All right. I, I don't even understand how they go through so many toothbrushes, but they do. They chomp on them. But they know every Christmas that the toothbrush they get at de- on December 25th is always an electric toothbrush. I was getting one of the fun little ones. Okay, right. It's something they need, but I make it fun for them. You know, and, and so it's just doing those little things that allow you to have the joy. But, you know, and Alex was joking the other day. He's like, Mom, can I get one of those like $99 toothbrushes? No, <laughs> thank you for asking, yeah. but I'm not getting you a hundred dollar toothbrush. Yeah. You know, and I think that this is a great place. I mean, please put down your comments. You know, what do you guys get? What are some of the fun things that you do give year year in, <clears throat> excuse me, year in and year out? I think one of the things that I've learned over the years too, is sometimes we get very much into our own routines mm-hmm. and it's always cool to hear what other people do because it, it, it makes me think and breaks me out of my routines. I mean, and you can even tell me I'm completely wrong about how I feel about Christmas as well and maybe why I should look at it differently. Um, you know, but that's, that's cool. Add your comments below this. I would love to hear what people are doing for 
you know, and again, Christmas we're, we're, we're of the, the frugal mind. We, we'd rather, you know, give something fun, but doesn't need to be, you know, a hundred bucks, you know, that, that's just the way, that's just the way we choose to live. Yeah. Um, we, we gift during the year. You right. know, we, we don't tend to hold everything back like, oh, I'll just get that at Christmas time. I'll just get right. that at Christmas. It's like, no, you know, if if you see something you like, I mean, a couple months ago when we went to Nordstrom's and Tony, you know, saw those jeans he liked and the and the, the shirt, yeah. you know what? We're going to do it then. Yep. A- and so, you know, for us, it's not, Christmas is not all about the presents under the tree. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing wrap boxes under the tree. I do. Um. But we are really trying to shift our emphasis both financially and spiritually to what Christmas is supposed to be about. Right. Because in our opinion, and actually I'll just, I'll pull that back. In my opinion, and I'm super, super guilty of this, there have been years where it's been all about what's under the tree. That, that's been my focus. What are the mm-hmm. kids getting? And... You know, with two birthdays between Thanksgiving and Christmas, actually three birthdays because we've got Andrew's birthday the day after Alex's. It's very easy for me to get focused on all of the things and lose the true spirit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, I think most of us are guilty of that. To some extent, we want to we want to do so much for our families. We want to, you know, give, 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 give. And sometimes really all they want is to sit down and share an ice cream cone with you. Yeah, so maybe go give them a gift card at one of the yogurt joints. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, it, it's those little things that are going to make a memory mm-hmm. as opposed to being the latest, greatest toy they got this year, which next year they might not even remember what it was. You know, or your your husband. I mean, you know, I buy Tony clothes when I see the heat, you know, when I see something that catches my eye he wouldn't necessarily care whether or not there was a sweater under the tree at Christmas time. That's just not the relationship, the giving relationship that we have. He already knows what's going to be under the tree for us this year. Um, and it's partly because in the last two weeks we have gifted each other a dishwasher repair and we've gifted each other a, you know, window repair on my van. And so that has, you know, that impacts us. Yep. But you know what? We're on the same page. You know, we joke. Yep. <laughs> he got the dishwasher repair. I got the van repair. You know, we're good. Um, and because we're on the same page, it makes it okay. You know, he's not dictating to me, well, you know what? I fixed your van and I fixed your dishwasher. So there's all the money for Christmas. Now you need to go spend money on me. Mm-hmm. No. You know, and when you're okay just being together and just having that time. You know, my yeah. son wants to do a puzzle on Christmas Day with the whole family. Do you think I'm going to make sure there's a puzzle under the Christmas tree for everyone? No. Absolutely. Because you know what? We're going to be sitting around doing a puzzle. Yeah. It'll be cool. You know, it, it's. So I think our main thing is here is, you know, we talk about all forms of intimacy and, you know, we had not discuss financial in a long time mm-hmm. you know it's one of those that we haven't discussed and we wanted to we wanted to hit it now and so that way you don't hear from us in january talking about how we overspent 
but how we are actually taking our own advice and learn from our mistake from last year and putting it into practice this year. And with that being said, we hope that you take the advice and maybe you've already started spending a little bit or some, maybe you'll, you know, maybe you haven't spoken with your spouse about that and that's okay. But you know what? It's time to talk to them about it, work through some of that. And maybe if something has to go back right now, it's okay. You know, many of you will agree with us that finances cause a lot of tension in our marriages which cause a lot of stress in all forms of our intimacy, which separate us, which, you know, which then causes more havoc. You know, it's this, it's this cycle. And so what our hope is that by listening to us today, that you can overcome this now and not have heartache and pains going forward into 2012. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's where we're at with this. We hope that you guys enjoy this. We hope that you'll give us your feedback though of, you know, what are some of the gifts that you do give your kids or your spouse? You know, each year it's sort of that little thing that you do give. You know, what does Christmas mean to you? Are you like me as a husband and a dad where, you know, the joy is more in just being there, experience it, or are you on the other end of it where you really want to get some stuff? And that's okay. Either way is good. I mean, neither way is bad. It's just where we are in life. Right. You know, things change and happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, let us know what, what, you, what you're up to. You can even call us in or call in. Let us know what, uh, what you think. 858-876-5663 is that number. You got anything else there, honey? No, I think, I think that's it. I just, we want this to be a peaceful season. Definitely. And, you know, you can take control of your own peace right now. Mm -hmm. And you can do it through being transparent with your spouse, transparent with your family, and give, give yourself that gift. Yeah. This year, because the gift of peace, it's, you want to talk about priceless? That's where it is. Yeah, totally worth it. Mm-hmm. All right. With that said, you guys, we love you. We hope you have a fantastic week. God bless. Take care. And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>